Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. For the land of the free and the home of the brave. Welcome to Advanced Analytics. I feel like I did quite well there. Well, that's some of the best thing I've ever done in my life. I'm sure you've you said that the last time you opened <laughs> one of these episodes with you singing. I'm, I'm quite proud of myself. Like, I obviously peaked when I was in high school, but that wasn't a very high level. And now like, I just feel like I've got a few songs in my repertoire. Do you ever have songs you just feel like you're good at singing? My ones are Definitely. really weird. That I'm going to add the American National Anthem to it. Right. Definitely not the New Zealand one. That's quite hard. Um, uh, my, one of my ones is... And it seems to me you lived your life like a candle in the wind. It's pretty good. Yeah. And what about this? There was a time I used to look into my father's eyes. Those times were weird. Upon the hill, upon the blue lake, it's where I had my first heartbreak. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah, real good. <laughs> Don't you worry. Okay, I'll stop. Um, that was Don't You Worry Child by... I was going to say Three Six Mafia, but I don't no, think it's by them. Definitely not by them. It's by a similar band name, though, like House Mafia or something. Swedish House Mafia. Oh, yeah. They copied the name of Three Six Mafia. Yeah, anyway. they did. Um, welcome to the Advanced Analytics Podcast. I just wanted to prove that I could sing a better national anthem than Fergie. Turns out I can't, but this is our all-star special. Paul, you're pumped? So pumped. Did you enjoy the All-Star Weekend? Mm. <laughs> yeah, it was okay. People were raving about it. People were like, oh, full shout out to um, Adam Silver and to the uh, uh, NBA Players Association and all the stars for making it. And it's like, yeah, it was, a, it was better than the last terrible 10 All-Star Weekends, but still not good. We had a great dunk contest two years ago, Aaron Gordon versus Zach Levine, which was amazing. Yeah. And we've had a few okay three-point shootouts and a few... Yeah, no, actually, that's the only dunk contest I can think of that was good since, like, Vince Carter. Yeah, really. I, th- I think the, the, like, the goodness of the weekend hinges fully on the dunk contest. Dunk contest. Yeah. No, um, you can have a good... I remember when Jordan played in the All-Star game and yeah. had the shot to win it in overtime or whatever. Like, there's been a few um, okay games, but not in a long time. And yeah, all, the dunk contest is a big part of it, which was fine. It wasn't bad. It wasn't mm. good. And disappointing not to see the shooting stars challenge. <laughs> is that what you're hoping for? Yeah. Chris Bosch and, um, I was hoping to see Chris Bosch, uh, Chris Bosch come back. It was such a stupid challenge. And I think the skills challenge is stupid too. Um, uh, let's start with the, uh, week in review. Um, so the, the main thing we're going to talk about, uh, the thing that's blowing the world up is the um, anthem by uh, Fergie. Um, I don't know whether they just get a good singer. 
Like, who's like tuning to the All Star game? Because like, oh, here, Fer- Fergie singing. No yeah. one. Who's tuning to the NBA Finals? They always get Christina Aguilera. Yeah, weirdly. I was going to say she's she's surely someone should do a. She's like, not great analytics on um, on the anthem singer because I reckon she'd be like leading in terms of appearances. Just get a black lady to come out, ideally gospel singer or something like that. Sing it, nail it, done. And it would be great. And everyone would love it. Like, the national anthem's pretty... Oh, I saw... When sung well, it's a pretty great anthem. I actually meant to, like, like get it and post it online. I think it was a magic... I'm assuming it was a magic game. This is, like, weeks ago now. Oh, well, this is the but, only game But it was, like, an elementary school choir. So in mm. their defense, they were very young. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they were appalling. Mate, they're probably better than the magic's performance on the court. No, Five. no. They, yeah. No, no, no. They were so bad. Yeah. And um, why don't you grab this gold? Because you're the only person yeah. to watch the magic stream and put it on the internet and get well, no. Mad I definitely should have. But I, I knew what people would say already. They'd be like, "Give them a break, they're kids." But it's like when I was a kid, I sang in the cathedral choir. Yeah, and that was probably the best singing I ever did. Yeah. Oh, like, who could forget the St. Joseph's um, Primary School choirs? Friends are like flowers, beautiful flowers. Friends are like flowers in the garden of love. Enemies are like maggots, disgusting maggots. Enemies are like maggots, eating your friends. That was a good song. Mm. And who can forget the school song? This is our school. Let peace be found here. And may the rooms be full of happiness. Let love because there's already been too much singing in this show. I, I, I find my singing is more enjoyed by me than it is enjoyed by the listener. Hallelujah. And the love of God. The reason we're singing that at such a weird tempo is it was a slow church song, and to make it more appeal to the kids, they um Turned it into an up-tempo country song. I think every Catholic school in New Zealand probably, probably in the world sings that crappy song. This is our school. Let peace be found. Anyway, great song. Um, give the people what they want, and what that is is an up-tempo country song. Friends are like flowers in the garden of love, though, is the funniest song. Like People think we've made it. We made up the, Paul made up the maggots extra lines, but the friends are like flowers bit, that is a genuine song that someone wrote. Like, that's as funny as like, I, on the radio that I heard um, Afternoon Delight, as like a just a song on like a classic hits radio station. Yeah, it's just you can't take that song seriously. And Friends Like Flowers, it's like, I know it's a kid's song, but they're, they're taking the piss. Um, I do, I did feel a bit sorry for Fergie because, like anything on the internet and just like stupid scandals, like people go um, insane. Yeah. Like, it's, tweet about is, it. I, I Talk need, about it for I an hour. Forget since, about it. Since, yeah, since seeing it live. Yeah. And I remember thinking... It was very weird and bad, but... Right. So I, I just thought there were times where her singing just sounded bad. Yeah, she was often like flat or out of key, it seemed. Yeah. But but is, that, is that what the commotion is? No, it was a combination. It was that... that and her weird arrangement, kind of. Bizarre arrangement, which you can't even like put your finger on it because it's so weird. If you haven't seen it, it's worth one watch at least, but I'm, it's yeah, hard I'm to think... watch twice. The, no, but the, there's bits where she was going real sexy and she was doing like the happy birthday, Mr. President, like raspy right. bit. So that's real weird to do on an anthem. But not only that, the, it'd be one thing if she made the whole thing sexy, but it wasn't. It's like some bits were like, I'm trying to jam out like I'm Whitney Houston. Other bits I was like mm. uh, trying to um, uh, like R&B it and other bits were sexy. It was bizarre. Yeah. But all, all I can say is that anyone who's complaining about that anthem obviously hasn't heard um, 
any other Black Eyed Peas music for like the last 20 years have made many songs that are just as annoying, if not a lot more annoying, um, than th- that version of the anthem. And it, d- it does annoy me how the internet just like piles on like it's, like it's the it's most important thing in the world. Man. Like do a few funny tweets and move on with your life. Mm. Um, yeah. So that was good. Next next time, just you don't need a celebrity. I guess I guess it helps with the buzz. But oh, did you see Kendrick Lamar? And I thought the halftime show was supposed to be. Um, I didn't see Kendrick it. Lamar, and I thought it was NERD. Though I got very, I must have heard the wrong people. And I thought the other one it was going to be was um, Wait, Mr. Brightside. Who's Mr. Brightside? The killers. killers. Yeah, these are all people performing. I think. Oh, were the Killers performing? I think at some stage, yeah. Oh no. Yeah, well, were the killers doing something else? I can't remember. I just, I just heard that Kendrick Lamar and the Killers were, the, and I didn't yeah. see any of those people. I saw Pharrell and Nerd singing one of their terrible songs. Mm. Is NERD? Yeah, I, I reckon they're an interesting one, eh? NERD. I reckon they're like the modern Jay Diller. We're like they're pretty good and they've made some amazing songs, but they're not. They actually don't. Ha- they're not the terrible halftime show, if you ask me. Right. Because they don't really have like those. You need like a few like banger bangers, and like Pharrell definitely has those, but he's not performing those. He's performing part of Nerd. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. I thought they were just a, a, a bit of a weird band. Yeah, well, well like uh, I feel like you're putting too much on the halftime All Star show. Oh, well, I was like, expecting Kendrick Lamar, and then I had yeah. Pharrell singing his shit new music. Yeah, but like, who did the halftime show last time? Oh, well, I don't know who it was. Probably it would have been special. Probably like Ariana Grande or something. It's, it's, yeah, she'd be great. She'd be great. It's just like pretty. She's random. got bangers. Got to play some heat. Don't be breaking your new music, especially if it's not like real up tempo. I think in a halftime show you have to play like songs that people already know, right? It's not a time to like. In time for a new one. Time for something from a new album. Well, probably publicizing their new album. It might not have been. A, um, it might not have been a new song. I don't know nerd that well, but I I think that it probably was. Was it was Rihanna in it? No, but yeah. she might have been. It might have been on the um, mm. on the hook. I don't. I didn't know. But there's just um, Pharrell and I think the rapper from NERD rapping. Right. Could be wrong. Maybe it was just a Pharrell solo project. I didn't see Chad Hugo. I don't know. Maybe he was hiding in a car, scratching some wiki wikis or something like that. Um, did you watch the All Star Game? I did. Fully or just like some of it? Fully. Because at the start, when I saw them, it was, the score was like four two. And I saw them try and do like a triple alley-oop off the backboard, just improvised out of nowhere. I was like, this is going to be... It was, there was like some pitiful basketball. I didn't see that. A triple alley-oop. Well, like one guy missed a layup and the next guy followed through with the rebound but couldn't get it back in. So just like threw it off the backboard to the next guy and the next guy came in and just kind of fell over and missed. Oh, I didn't see that. So it was like... Was... There, was some, there was some disgraceful periods of play. Like just throwing loose alley-oops is not... Oh, yeah. I remember at the start they were trying to throw away too many alley-oops. And a lot of... Three, a lot of brick threes. Like, oh yeah, what was James Harden doing? Yeah, like I hope that enough people watched it, and so yeah. he doesn't get voted in next year. No, because <laughs> that's not going to happen. Well, he doesn't. He he was so bad. Yeah, and he single handedly basically lost it for Team Steph. You mean like if, if he'd been drafted by it. LeBron, Team yeah. Steph would have won. Yeah, I'm going to say that right now. But all the players um, on Team Steph like shot badly, though, right? Yeah, but James Harden was appalling. And then for the game, yeah. like game tied, he just jacks a three. Yeah. And just misses it, and it's it was, like yeah. just at least pass it. People were definitely um, overhyping the game. Like, yeah, it was lucky that the scores finished close in the end, mm. but it wasn't. No, but it, it was it was very different in terms of how into it people got. Mm. Like Westbrook and LeBron, they they can act like they were just having fun after, mm. but they were genuinely fired Stoked up. To win and um, but people, are, you want to win any 
yeah, no. game. Like, yeah, I know. But, uh, Basketball's only fun when it's competitive, I think. Yeah, oh, definitely. You can't just muck around. But um, when the ball went out, out off Embiid's foot and the refs made the wrong call and LeBron and KD were, were genuine. Yeah. Firstly, they were like, complaint, they were like, go upstairs, go upstairs. Yeah. And it's like, um, go to Secaucus, New Jersey. <laughs> and um, Which is crazy that like Secaucus was even, had a work day. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, were they there? Were they available? Well, pre- oh, well I assume be. so. Yeah. I don't know. They they reviewed it. Well, so you don't need to go to Secaucus. But they did get it wrong. Just have a guy in the stadium watch it on TV. Like. Yeah, well, maybe they didn't go to Secaucus. Secaucus is a stupid idea. I hate Secaucus. I don't even know where that... Oh, it's in New Jersey. Yeah, New Jersey. I don't know where it is, but I do know where it is. Um, and what they do you say think of, it every time. What did you think of the dunk contest? Not great. Yeah. It was all right. It wasn't bad. Oh, I thought it was relatively bad. Dennis Smith, it's weird how, it's obviously easier for me to say, maybe they're nervous, but they look casual. But it's weird when people like Victor Oladipo come out and just suck. Mm. Like he just can't make his dunk and he tries three times. They still gave him a 32. Mm. The scoring's always whack and people blame the celebrity judges. But I thought they did okay. Weirdly, Khaled was like the best. Yeah, I agree. Because usually they're too keen to, they give too high scores. Yeah, which is exactly what happened. And the the commentators were complaining that DJ Khaled wasn't scoring high enough. Oh, the Because commentary- everyone else would give like a nine and he would give an eight. Okay. And they'd be like, come on, Khaled. Yeah. And it's like, no, <laughs> they're giving nines for like a mediocre dunk. Okay. They need to, um, saying shooting is probably a, an appropriate thing to say, especially the climate in America. They need to um, crucify, is that too far to say? The TNT commentary team. Including like Marv Velvet, the Players Only crew. Um, oh, I don't get what Players Only is. Players Only is the they stupidest. They keep getting co- people oh, to say it. They're like commentary players only. already is Players Only. Like the NBA T on T crew. So it's just uh, four players, and they just have one guy there to like anchor the show. So cause yeah. you can't have Charles Barkley host the show because it'll be a shambles. So instead of Play- um, instead yeah. of having so one guy there anchoring, they just have another player yeah. who does a slightly. It's a fine job. They have um, Brent Barry. And they love... They most love, people don't even know Brent Barry was a player anymore. And they anyway. love bragging that it's only <sighs> players. So who's that Maybe. idiot from the Magic? Um, Dennis Scott. He's not even famous enough. He brings nothing. 3D. Oh, I won't have a bad he's, word to A, about he's not him. famous. B, at least Brent Barry's quite funny and like he can anchor. Dennis Scott can do nothing of that. He's like the interviewer guy. He has darkness in his soul. He, um, he introduced Mark Warburg, who's white, and Chris Rock... As like big balling inwards, no one saw that. I was the only one who saw it, and I had to. Wait, did he actually Twitter. say the inward? Yes, he did, and it just slid. Just everyone let it go. There's a few things on the All Star Weekend that everyone let go. It was that and Demar Derozan tweeting about depression, yeah. which I was like, I just can't believe this isn't a bigger thing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but he called them inwards. Oh wow! He goes, I'm here know. with some big baller inwards. I did not notice. It was that. Good on him for like just moving on. I think everyone like it wasn't racist or anything. It was weird. Mm. <laughs> But yeah, it was weird. Um, okay, so Dennis Scott's terrible, and he finishes the interview with um, "Players only, baby." And yeah, so I hate. He always says that, and I'm like, "What is that?" It's it's weird because NBA players always talk about like the work ethic and what you put in, and I was like, I wish Reggie Miller would put his same work ethic into being a commentator. Maybe mm. he does. What about? But they don't. Think, Dennis Scott didn't we, have like pre-planned. So you're interviewing Chris Watt Rock and Mark Wahlberg. They're good talent. DJ Khaled. Oh, by the way, when he interviewed DJ Khaled, he um. Grabbed his crotch, said, check out the heat I'm packing, but he meant his sneakers. Shout out to Michael Jordan. Happy birthday, Michael Jordan. It was kind of quite DJ Khaled. He mm. was the only one of any sort of note. Yeah. Um, was it Michael Jordan's birthday? Uh, pro- hopefully. 
Um, <laughs> really hope Everyone else seemed confused by that To be honest yeah. But um, I noticed Mark Wahlberg Was also wearing Jordan 3s Yeah they're awkward. launching them they're, Justin Timberlake Wore them at the Super Bowl It's annoying Because they're the Jordans I wear Right They're going to be ruined By douchebags But um, three, two, one, done uh, no, Not that Jordans already wear But Speaking of Reggie Miller Yeah in the, I loved in the dunk contest When um, Dennis Smith Kind of did that Spinning through the legs dunk and I think it was Reggie Who was like he changed his hands. Yeah. He cha- it changed hands. Yeah, but you have to. Yeah, you have to. Because yeah. I was like, why is that statement weird? What would be amazing? And then I was like, because every time, yeah, if you did through the legs. While with the same hand. Yeah, with the same hand. <laughs> It'd be almost impossible. Yeah. Maybe have... one day. Yeah, and Marv Albert commentated the All-Star game as similar sort of like just crazy. Oh, person. yeah, like in the first quarter or something when he was like, in the fourth quarter, this fourth quarter. <laughs> like he, I think maybe it was the second He's quarter. He's having a stroke, but I think Marv Albert also has some like bad... History, so there's like two yeah, good does. reasons to fire that guy. Um, uh, yeah, so with the commentary, they only need two people. They need a hype man, like a Kenny Smith type, like, whoa, that was awesome, type guy to get excited about the dunks. And a guy, a dramatic voice, like the King's like, tear up that rim, young fella, commentator, to just do, just say what's happening and make it sound real dramatic. Like they want a real dramatic guy. Instead, they've got four former players who are just sitting around like doing bar chat mm. and not even good bar chat. Like not as good as the anyway. I won't get too angry about it, but it's, it seems kind of bizarre. Um, and then the the judging team was a bit of a shambles, just because exactly you exactly what you said would happen. They went to tens early, and then as a result, Dennis, Dennis Smith Jr. kind of gets eliminated because they're giving a ten for jumping over Kevin Hart bending over. It was a cool dunk, yeah. but I was like... I, yeah, I thought he could have changed that dunk. Instead of getting three tiny people bending over, yeah. just get one person... And jump over him. Yeah, and jump over him. Normally, yeah. But like he could have just cleared Kevin Hart, and it's like, you don't... He said he wanted to make his... He was like, I actually didn't like that, that quote. Everyone online was like, man, what a great guy. Because yeah. he was like... He was like, his sister has always been there for him, so she wanted to give him... He wanted to give her this. It's not that great for Yeah, her. jumping over her. I was you like, said, what? hey, guy, I'm going to try and dunk over you on a dunk contest. First of all, I'd go, poor, are you capable of <laughs> doing this? Because that's what you hope for. What you want to see in the dunk contest is you want to see Donovan Mitchell kick Kevin Hart in the face. Mm-hmm. Not that I'm not hating on Kevin Hart. I don't mind Kevin Hart, but like, you want to see it go wrong. You want to see him kick mm-hmm. Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart's son, and his own sister <laughs> in the face as he crashes dramatically to the ground. <laughs> and if you um, Google, like... Um, you always see these white guys in Europe in dunk contests, like the Polish Basel League. Yeah. Someone will try and jump a woman and just having never, smash never practiced <laughs> or never pulling off a dunk. <laughs> um, yeah, I remember just being in high school and guys who could barely dunk going like, mm. God, I'll jump over you. I'm like, Did, no way. I remember, so in our backyard, we actually had, for a while, we had two basketball hoops, right? One that was, yeah. And one that was... Essentially, it was a mini ball hoop, right? Yeah. So it was small. Yeah. And I remember, yeah, when I got to the point where I could dunk it, yeah. I used to always just dream of Jumping dunk zone. comps. Yeah. No, and, and trying to invent new dunks. And I feel like this was almost around the time of like kind of that year when there was like the cupcake, candle, blowout oh, and stuff like that. Oh, when props were huge, yeah. Yeah. There was a, definitely a funny few years where it was like super novelty. Like didn't... um. Do I want to say Ger- a phone booth? Yeah, I want to say Gerald Green once. I think it was him, and he once just took off his shoes. Mm. Oh yeah, did and a, dunked in his socks. socks. Yeah, like that is so good. Yeah, and it's just like whoa, it's, it's slippery, and I got yeah. a bit of, a bit more ground shock. I honestly think I could probably dunk in socks. Don't test me on it, but it's not that much harder. It would hurt when you hit mm. the ground, but just it, gripping the floor is the hard thing. Mm. 
Um, he might have had special custom grippy socks. Put some spray on the bot. Um, I, I wondered that about um, Larry Nance Jr. I was like, was that promotion? I'd say it probably was. Oh, when he sprayed for grip. He had a special hands. guy, yeah, throw a can. I was like, that must be advertising. Oh, I wasn't sure because it did, it did seem like he changed balls because he, like, he yeah, felt but, like he couldn't grip it. Yeah, but um, you're. It's the NBA dunk contest. The floor is beautiful. You stand, if you want to grip your shoes, you stand on that pad they have it halfway that has grip yeah. on it. Like you don't oh, no, pull- he, he was gripping his wrist, I think, because he was cradling it. Oh, his hands. Yeah, I think uh-huh. he I think he was. I, he might have put it on shoes as well. I, think, I thought he sprayed I think the he, bottom of the shoes. I thought he oh, wanted right. like a moment, like um, the dude pumping up his shoes. Right. Brown. I think he, um, I might be wrong, but I thought he also maybe put some on his wrist because yeah. he was doing that um, kind of cradle. For a guy like him, they hold a basketball like it's a small watermelon. I just realized mm. he used an example of something that changes in size. Surely it's not that hard. Mm, watermelons can be massive. And he, I'm glad he didn't win because while I liked Larry Nance and actually thought he had probably the best looking technique, he was getting like four inches off the ground. Because yeah. while he can get high and like his yeah, he, games he underwhelmed me a little bit. Yeah, because so, he seems he's so, so athletic. Like he and looks better huge... in games, I think. Yeah, um, but that's what he—that's what tall guys do. They dunk on people better than they do in dunk contests. Yeah. Whereas Dennis Smith Jr. was getting so high, he's six foot two, <laughs> and his dunks were crazy. Athletic, Someone like, should definitely yeah. do that in a dunk comp. Bring out one of their teammates or something and just get them to start like back against the base of the hoop and then dribble in and they try and run and try and block them <laughs> and they just dunk it on them <laughs> real hard and knock them over. Or get like a um, Make-A-Wish kid who's like, <laughs> <laughs> won a competition to get dunked on by Larry Nance Jr. Yeah. The other thing that annoyed me is the horrible new unis they wear. Like how Nike or oh, someone's yeah. forced them to wear the new... Oh, yeah. It was, it was weird, I thought. I like those. The, the only... I like Dennis Smith Jr.'s Dallas one, terrible. The black and green and... A good mm. colorway, but just terrible execution. Um, but the Utah one that... It's a great moment for the Utah Jazz franchise. Their best moment probably since Stockton Malone. I oh, know they had a few good years there with... Darren Williams, but um, one of the greatest moments in their franchises to have a dunk, um, a dunk contest winner, and you think they'd want to promote their terrible normal jersey? I don't reckon they're terrible. I reckon the Utah Jazz standard uniforms are pretty bad. Well, let's agree to disagree. They're like depressing, nah. punch yourself in the face green. I know I like the Jazz. I'm going to come out and say I like the Jazz's uniforms. Oh, God. Anyway, my I point wanna, is... I want to cop that Rubio. That's what you want. You want people to remember it's the Jazz? Like, I, I reckon half the people who watch that, if you're not a regular NBA fan, fan you might think Donovan Mitchell from the Phoenix, Phoenix Suns, Suns one, just because it's such a... So far from their normal kit. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. I just... That annoyed me a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I was. I just assumed they chose what uniforms they wear, but that maybe makes sense because like even they Clay all Thompson wearing different ones. Yeah. And Clay Thompson, all the Chinese New, Year, the Chinese New Year, one. Year one. So that that frustrates me because when you think of like the classic dunk contest mo- mo- moments, Jordan's wearing the Red Bulls. Mm. Um, yeah, I know. Celtic green. Larry uh, Bird wearing his warm up shirt. That okay. was kind of cool. Speaking of Chinese New Year, Happy Chinese New Year. No, I feel like we've got to talk about the scandal. Lane. Oh, I J- had a, J- I had a P- penciled in and things to talk about, but yeah, it's so good. I said, I said Jeremy Lin, I got very confused. Yeah. So I laughed out loud. <laughs> and that's a bad thing to say. And can I say, for a start, it is a very racist word. And you're right, everyone's right that if it was the N word, it would be people would care way more. And I think it is real bad if people are saying, the ch- saying that C word, um, C H I N K. Is that how you spell it? Um, I think it was genuinely an accident. But it seems bizarre, especially when, like. Oh, it, I, I'm certain. It was an accident. So if people don't know, JJ, I'm going to say the word. I don't know if I'm allowed to say it, but I'll say it anyway. Nah. He looks down the camera and he just says, um, 
to all the NBA fans of China. Um, happy Chinese New Year. Just the way the sentences, there's th- three, about three things that are funny. One, his hat. Take your hat off for the thing and then put he's got like a, he's wearing like a winter beanie inside. Two, he's looking straight down the camera at quite a weird angle. Three, he's dead serious. See, th- three, the phrasing, all the NBA C fans of China. Happy Chinese New Year. It was just, it was laugh out loud funny. And, um, yeah, I feel like uh, it was probably definitely an accident. I'm, but I'm it's, certain, it's good to yeah. talk about that word anyway, would you say? I'm, sh- I'm sure he, it's not what he meant to say. Yeah. Um, like, but, people were suggesting maybe he just didn't know that word was offensive, but yeah. like, you wouldn't no, yeah, but also, throw it in. Yeah, and also the, the way in which he said it, he was like speaking in such a boring kind of monotone. Yeah. <laughs> I don't There's think no way he was get, Especially JJ Reddit. If he just thought it was like a fun, endearing term... He, he wouldn't have said it like that. He does know. have that kind of idiot potential, though. It kind of annoyed me on his podcast with... A good podcast with Kyrie Irving, by the way. But, oh, sorry, I'm not supposed to plug out the podcast. Hmm. But when he does, like, question the existence of dinosaurs, I'm like, you're, mate, you're taking the piss. He reckons, you know, because he's Christian, I think he maybe thinks it was, like, made up to prove evolution. Or I'm just like... And, you know, he's... Yeah, anyway. Um, JJ Redick. Um, I don't know who to blame there, but... Yeah, what a bunch of idiots. Also, do a second take. Yeah. I do know that feeling, and it happens so often where people, like, when you get a celebrity and you're filming them, because I've been in that position before asking celebrities to say things, you don't want to ask them to say it again because you're like, you're just like, you don't want to take too much of their time. Mm. But you're like, hey, JJ, just to let you... Hey, JJ's not that famous. I definitely asked yeah. JJ Reddick. Hey, man, you um, said a, a, a racial slur. <laughs> I don't think they noticed either. Or even the well, that was the thing. People were saying that maybe if it was NBA China who put it together, maybe they didn't know that that was a, in English, that's an offensive word to Chinese people. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it was, it was I, I laughed out loud, but felt bad for it. Um, anything more to say about the dunk contest? Uh, not really. Um, I want to talk about your half-white theory, but um, now that we've just been talking about racial things, I was already nervous about talking about it already, and now I'm like, it seems weird to like talk about the C word and then talk about this as well. The but your theory that like half and half guys... Yeah. I felt like it was being... partly... I felt like it was mainly your theory. No. It was a joint theory. Joint theory. And that is that half... Like, obviously, black guys have better hops and a better jumpers and yeah. stuff like that. But for whatever reason, it seems like good dunkers are often, like, those kind of weird half-and-half half yeah. guys. It's probably so a racial slur to say Oreo, but that's what Jason Kidd was called because I didn't realize that he was, like, half-black, but he just looks white. Let's go through them. Larry Nance Jr., yeah. Zach Levine, Aaron, Aaron Gordon. Gordon. Just recently. Maybe. Oh, Blake Griffin's the most famous. Oh, yeah, Blake Griffin. Yeah. Um... For some reason, it's just like those guys seem to have the most hops. Yeah. No, your theory was to do with like, because their appearance genetics, they're like the furthest from being like inbred. Inbred, yeah. So uh, it's weird (laughs) when you learn like philosophies and theories from stand-up comedy. I don't think that's a good idea. But I just remember some random um, African-American comedian on like Live at Gotham or just some random YouTube um, channel was doing a, a set in a New York club, and they just had um, one of his bits was like how the hottest, he was, he was doing the hottest ladies, he's like the finest ladies or mm. something like that, uh, half and half. Yeah. So he was like, dang, girl, you're telling me that you're, and they always turn out well, he's like, you're telling me that your mum is Charlize Theron and your dad is Patrick Ewing or something like that? And yeah. she was maybe using worse ones than that. It was like, your mum is Roseanne Barr and your dad is Patrick Ewing. And they, um, 
they came together to make like the most beautiful person. Yeah. And um, and he, then he gave examples of like it working in other ways. Like Tiger Woods is like half black, half Asian, and it turns into the superhuman freak. Yeah. Um, oh, by the way, I got a Tiger Woods doping scandal that you'll like. We might share about. Oh wow. On. But um, I've already said what it is. It's a Tiger. guy <laughs> I met guy who's like Tiger Woods was doping bro, and I was like, oh yeah, that makes sense. Mm. Anyway, um, just the idea that mixed race is the best. Because that was, man, that was a weird thing to say. Mixed race is the best race. By the way, we're, oh, kind of. I, I do stand up about it as well. I'm, like, I'm glad my mum's from Canada, so I know that my parents aren't cousins. Because mm. in New Zealand, like, but if I you go back far enough, chance. yeah, they're all from the UK. Yeah, mate. but they're at least a little bit of. There's at least there's a little bit of. Yeah. Gap there. No, also my mum was saying I think her family's from Scotland, and like Gary's family is from Ireland. So there's a you know weird genetic chat, but um, yeah, it also yeah. I also use it help. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we we won't get too into it, but it seems like those like half and half guys are like the best jump, dunk, dunk jumpers and the best dunkers. Hmm. Um, three. I was going to bring that up later in Magic Mayhem. Gorius is coming down to say I'm mental. Why do you say I'm mental? We're, we're dangerously close to crossing many no, lines. No, you are. Said. Me? Yeah. Well, it's my it's my theory. Is it? Why is it a bad theory, Gorius? <laughs> Just don't, don't, have don't have race theories. I, 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 I think. Okay. Well, okay. Well, I didn't mean to cause any offence, so I say I'm sorry if it, if that is an offensive, weird thing to say. I just thought it was kind of funny and kind of interesting. Um, yeah, I probably shouldn't have said half and half is the best or something like that. You said they were the best race. The be- <laughs> <laughs> um, let's move into the three point shootout. Um, I don't know what race is best to be in the three point shootout. Devin Booker and do you watch it? Devin Booker yeah, and... I watched the whole All-Star. Why? It was bad. And you tricked me into it. You, like, goaded me in the last podcast. No, we're doing an NBA podcast. Yeah, you have to watch the, it. My theory is just that the All-Star Weekend's trash and not worth watching, and I was correct. Um, just watch a few of the highlights. Well, here we are talking... We've talked about it for quite a while now. Well, we're just, Three we point complained contest. about it for quite a while. I was glad Eric Gordon didn't win because I don't like him. Uh, I was supporting Clay Thompson or Devin Booker. Nah, I was supporting Clay Thompson, to be honest. Mm. And... Uh, but I was happy Devin Booker did well, just because I feel like he's done it in the past and has done badly. Well, it's awesome that Clay Thompson goes in it because, like, he's the kind of guy that has been in it a lot. Oh, has he won it? He probably has won it. This, this is crazy. What the two guys in the final? Yeah. Well, Tobias Harris was as well. Yeah. But the two guys it really came down to. Yeah. We're kind of half and half guys. Yeah. Wow. Clay Thompson the and Devin Booker even out shooting. Hey, I was trying to after getting twelve by three. Trying to get away from that theory, but you're like, it even it back helps up again. shooting. <laughs> well, um, uh, so yeah, so Devin Brooker and Clay Thompson. So, has Clay Thompson won it before? He probably has. I love how he just goes in it. And what, it, it pisses me off that LeBron never went in the dunk contest. I like that Steph Curry gave the three point shooting contest a few, a few goes. But it kind of annoys me that there's not many of the big stars, so I love it when they do do it. Like, I like that Victor Oladipo is trying to make a name for himself, even though he's horrible in the dunk contest. I like that he gave it I a like, Yeah, I felt like he didn't put in the effort, right? But I wanted to talk about um, Devin Booker. Yeah, well done. Greatest ever score. That's, you saved it. Mm. I want to talk about Paul George, because I watched it, <laughs> and it, I watched the warm-ups, because that's on League Pass, they don't go to ads. Yeah. So in the warm-ups, um, Paul George did the unorthodox strategy of just sitting on the bench, blowing air into his hands. For a start, blowing air into your hands pisses me off. Mm. And I've done it before, but only when your hands are ice cold. Inside the Staples Center, there's no way your hands are that cold. And I think it makes no difference. And any players who like blow into their hands um, uh, when shooting free throws and stuff, I feel like it's just an annoying um, tick. 
Um, so Paul George sat on the bench, did not practice his threes, shooting free throws. I was like, this is awesome. Because I'm like, a good shooter is a good shooter forever. Yeah. You don't need to warm up. Boy, did he need to warm up. <laughs> Going to the last rack, he had four points. Yeah. He finished By shooting, with nine, yeah. so he had a, a bit of a save at the end. But oh my god! Well, so I'm pretty sure he shot his last rack from like behind the backboard. Am I right in saying that? Probably, but he because he, sh- he shot from. I'm sure he shot from the right hand side of the last rack. Yeah, and he was like behind the. I'm pretty sure he yeah. was behind the backboard. Well, it's clear that a lot of these guys don't practice. I, mean, I know some of them do practice, but mm. like it's and um, I heard a couple of the school skills challenge guys. Yeah. Uh, including who won that? Well, people always give um, uh, it was won by was it Laurie Mac- Markinen? Nah, he lost in the final. It was oh. Spencer Dinwiddie. Get out of here, Spencer Dinwiddie. By the no, way, he's if you're great. a famous good player, he's get he, out of here. He was an all star snub. Get Spencer <laughs> Dinwiddie in the all star oh, game. God. I won't no. have a bad it, it annoys me. Remember him. when Fred Jones, some guy from the Indiana Pacers, won the dunk contest? And like, yeah, he shouldn't be allowed to enter. No, like Spencer Dinwiddie. It's it's the all star. You just haven't contest. been following the Brooklyn Nets, and also it's cynical to like try hard at the because anyone can win. Like the proven bigs can win the um, skills contest. You've just got to make. You've got to be the first to make the pass and the three. Mm. Which we should um, talk about two things note- noteworthy in that competition. Yeah, when Joy Allen Bede ran past, and I thought his microphone pack was hanging out in the back. Yeah, turns out it was his tags Tag and the, the shorts. shorts. He hadn't taken them off. Yeah, the other thing was noteworthy was when he. <laughs> He used that loophole where you only have so many balls yeah. to throw. So he just, when he missed up the first, he just threw the second ones to the side real quick. Yeah. People were saying he was cheating, but I didn't think he was. He's just like, you had to do it was three a, passes. Yeah, it was he a loophole. Knocked all the balls. What would be funny is he ran down and just kicked over the ball rack and then just kept on going. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, it was good. But that, no, I feel like it's a flaw in the, in the competition. Is like they should just be, they should be replacing the balls. And yeah. if you can't make the pass, you just awkwardly, st- embarrassingly stand there and throw, keep throwing them. But basically, in the competition anyway, if you can't make the pass on the first term, you've lost anyway. Mm. Like, but, um, that's what he realised and that's why he did that. No, well, I almost think him and Markinen were basically neck and neck after that. Oh, yeah, but, no, but Markinen made the pass and he didn't. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And, and they were neck and neck because he, he just threw those balls real did quick. He, I, I think Embiid might have also like not weaved through all the things as well. Right. But it's so shit. And the... I obviously like. There's no point of racing through the weave because what what's important is you relax, you make the pass, and you make the three. So the weaving through is so slow; it makes it so unexciting. Yeah, like they don't go full pace through the weave because what is going to get you like half a second? Mm. Well, so this it. course seems so sh- like there wasn't a lot to it. You they weave to- down, you make one pass, then you just dribble down, do a dunk, and then you dribble down, shoot a three. Here's what we want: we want, um, I think, just a sprint competition. I think you should just... There's all these guys, and I hate the chat about it because it's bullshit. It's like when they talk about the academics of athletes, mm. and they're like, oh, such and such could have been um, a PhD if he'd not become a professional basketball player, a professional mm. rugby player. But like, you can just speculate all you want. You can be like... You're oh, thinking um, what I'm thinking? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. 
like a general knowledge competition. General knowledge. That would be that'd be <laughs> worthwhile. Yeah. Now, um, I hate, well, my point is going to be is that I hate when people speculate about how fast the players are. Yeah. Well, let's see how fast Paddy Mills is. Let's see there's how a, fast John Wall is. There's a video of... Have um, a sprint competition. There is a video of John Wall racing one of those like LaShawn Merritt or something. Like one of those like... Like an actual sprinter? Yeah. Wow. And it's just like filming like a cell phone. Just Weirdly fun. at some running track. Yeah. I think someone else is here as well. Like maybe Jameer Nelson. Are they half chopped? I don't know. Yeah. Or maybe they're even racing a hurdler. No, I think they're racing like LaShawn Merritt or something. What do you yeah. mean half chopped? Oh, well, like, I was like, I can imagine getting drunk and then walking down to the park. No, no, going. they're wearing like exercise clothes. Yeah, okay. So they, they organized it. Yeah, I don't know what it was. Yeah, so I felt like maybe they were doing like a fitness session. Or charity? Yeah, okay. So they sprinted, they had 100 meters a dash. What happened? Yeah. I mean, you can't really see. What do you mean you can't really see? All right, settle down. After all of that. No, the guy wins, obviously. Surely LaShawn Merritt is 10 metres faster. The the sprinter wins. He's also on drugs, although it's an NBA. I don't think it was LaShawn Merritt, but I don't know. But, um... uh, I can't remember what we were talking about. We'll just have a sprint. I want to see Russell Westbrook versus John Wall... First, Patty yeah. Mills. Who else? How about is this? And you could do other things like other kind of draft combine competitions. Yeah. So have one of those jump up and and knock and see test your vertical. Yeah. Who I has think, the highest vertical in I, the NBA? I think that yeah, I think that'd be worth it. Um, it's hard to get players to go into it, but like I'm like if you make it prestige, like, imagine being the fastest man in the NBA. At mm. least the young guns would be into it. Like obviously you you peak at your speed at like probably 24. Mm. We, who do you reckon is the fastest person in the NBA? Well. Uh, um, I would say I vote Spencer Dinwiddie Westbrook looks like a sprinter Just mm. don't talk about Spencer Dinwiddie He makes me depressed I don't Speaking think, of your I don't name think your, you Westbrook your looks that, like a sprinter really No he's built like a sprinter Like he's like cut Sprinters are normally cut Usain Bolt's a bit of an exception Because he's a bit right. lanky But normally they're like ripped Like Johan yeah, Blake and Yeah I guess all those guys. They're all on roids That's one of the yeah, reasons Yeah as is Westbrook I reckon Yeah well possibly anyway, Well he looks uh, He looks a bit roidy um, anyway, point is he's very fast. He seems quick, and he like he does he fast breaks past everyone. Um, I can't think of who the funny. Uh, my name isn't. But just go back to your um, name theory. You know, you're like you can tell who's going to be a star. There's no way a guy Dimwitty on the back of his jersey is going to be a star. Well, yeah, well, he's proven us both wrong. <laughs> he's borderline also. I didn't he's know what team snub. he played for, and was annoyed when he was when he turned up. Well, I love him. Um, okay, uh, I love the guy. Do, here's a bit of uh, trivia for you. Do you know who has the lowest ever? I, I actually someone in the fact check this, but I'm pretty sure it sounds right. Do you know who has the? Lo- I'm pretty sure this is true. Do you know who has the lowest ever score in a three point shootout? Mm, I mean, no. Michael Jordan. He went in the. I just watched it on YouTube before. He went in the 1990 three point shootout in Miami, where which is quite weird because he won the dunk contest in like. I think it was 87, 88. Yeah. So, like, years after the dunk contest, he just went, maybe for shits and giggles. He obviously get asked every year. Went a three-point shoot. It was weird. It was competitive. So, there's one they were shooting. He was shooting against. Also, weird, he was shooting against another Bulls player who I've never heard of. So, and that guy was real good, right? Um, I, I couldn't even tell because they didn't keep the scores on the screen. Well, the, and I was only watching Jordan. I was looking into the best ever three-point shooter. Oh, and the guy for the Bulls. Yeah, yeah like and he was 28 from the Bulls. or something. I don't know who he was. He looked like BJ Armstrong, but it was not BJ Armstrong. I can't remember his name. Um, so, well, no one will ever remember his name. But because, especially when it's split screen, you can only really watch one player properly. And they're not keeping the score on the screen, so it's very annoying. Michael Jordan had made two on his first rack. So you're like, oh, this can't be the one where he makes. He finished with five. 
Wow. He made one on like each of his last racks, his and I defense, think he missed everything in the last rack. In his defence, I wonder if he made as many shots as Paul George because they have they can score more now because there's more money balls. Yeah. So like, oh yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So, no, 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 so no, no, no. Michael Jordan had the money ball. He missed them all. Oh right, but he wouldn't have had a full rack of money balls. Well, he had one on every rack. Right, right, right. but so, um, still, still four less. I th- but um, uh. So that's why Devin Booker has had the highest score, but he didn't have the most made threes. Uh-huh. So the most made was that Chicago dude, who, uh, whose name I, don't, I can't remember. He was robbed. And he's even possibly even had a higher score than that. Yeah. But no one can find out how much he actually got for some reason. Even they even asked him and he doesn't remember. It was a mystery. But <laughs> well, he, let's watch he, the footage or was it? I don't know. I couldn't really understand what the person was saying. Yeah. They were saying that they couldn't figure it out. Well, wait, what's your source here for they can't figure out? There's someone on Reddit. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, well, Michael Jordan's five um, just amazed me because it kind of goes against the narrative of Jordan being a winner at all costs, right? Mm. And maybe he just went in for a laugh. Hey, maybe he was half chopped. He's famous for being a bit of a loose unit. Um, so Jordan uh, scored five, the lowest of all time. He laughed it off at the end. But if he's that competitive, surely you'd come back next year. Like they're saying, he was 39% three-point shooter in the league, unguarded. So it's amazing how bad he was unguarded. And you think mm. next year he'd practice a bit and come back and try and at least not be the worst yeah. of all time. And, uh, you, you know, like if, he, if he's that competitive, he'd win. Like the stories of Jordan are that he wouldn't finish playing table tennis with people um, uh, until he won the game. Like, he wouldn't let you go home kind of asshole. The poker, the guy who's a dick on the poker table, he, um, you know, embarrassed himself in front of 20,000 people and then has this weird record next to his name and, I don't know, just seems against the Jordan mm. narrative. Uh, you watch Celebrity Game? Nah, I the, saw some highlights. The only thing worth watching is Quavo just Blocking. smoking that lady. Who, her, I think she was the MVP her. in the end. No, he was the MVP. Was she also the MVP? Or maybe oh, her team must have lost. Yeah. She would have been MVP. Like, yeah. Yeah, DeRozan would have he won. He was MVP. the MVP. Yeah. It was a great block. It's Quite just weird ball. when you do it on a woman and also it was knock very, her over. It was very funny. He came out of nowhere. They called a foul, though. Yeah, it was a foul. Oh, yeah, okay. he just smoked her. Yeah, it was great. Entertaining. Um, Celebrity games getting better and better. I reckon they should just make it like a, they should make a tournament where you form your own team. Like, and suppose just Quavo, if mean, Mygos had a squad... Mm. That'd be. I just said there's a wise thing ever. Imagine if Mygos had a squad. I think it's Migos. Migos. Yeah, well, that's my exact point. I, came I saw one of them. The band. I went to a taping of Late Night with Seth Myers. Yeah. And uh, the most least famous member of Migos. What's his name? Uh, Takeoff or something? Hmm. Liftoff? What's his name? Takeoff, mate. Yeah, anyway. The least famous member. He was. He featured. I was. Re- um, they're all quite cool guys, but um, I got to be honest with you. I kind of laughed. Offset I, is that his name? They were, offset. Yeah, offset. Yeah. Take off. Take off from Migos. <laughs> um, uh, my thing about them is that I was reading a Rolling Stone interview with them, and they're like talking about how they want to be like a dynasty, like they want to be like forever. Mm. And I was like, bros, you'll be lucky if you're still a name in like three to four months. Yeah, so yeah, I feel yeah. like they're the definition of like hype beast on trends. I, I do think this should be like. I'm surprised. I, th- I guess it's hard, but I'm surprised there's not like rap groups isn't more of a thing. Mm. Like there's obviously been some pretty famous rap groups. Very famous, but, but recently. But yeah, I think the main issue is that that most of them just always have some whack ass rappers. Mm. Like imagine but imagine if there was like a group where it was like where, where there was like three guys, all great rappers, 
The problem with Migos, I think, is that it's like they're definitely like a kind of. Um, they seem like artists, so I feel like every time this Kanye, chat, every time our... Kanye releases an album, yeah, he'll always feature these rappers who were massive at the time because they were like kind of. In that style, yeah, they were big, and then their style then goes they, away. And their style goes away, and they're yeah. gone. Like Kanye kind of uses them, yeah. So like you know, there was a period where like he'd have Young Jeezy on a song, Young Jeezy, like, Common, I, I T Pain. Today I thought, yeah, T Pain. So I think the current one on his last album was maybe Post Malone. Like, yeah, I reckon in six years, no one's gonna give a shit. No about one's Post gonna Malone. maybe give a crap about. Post I'd, Malone. I'd give Post Malone six weeks. Okay, Post but, Malone. Yeah, but. Oh, his new album's done well or something, but I don't know. Yeah. Well, he's had a few. He's like quite a big deal at the moment. Yeah. Uh, the album before that, uh, on Kid Cudi, he's bringing Kid Cudi back into the mix, eh? But Kid Cudi definitely like he jumped on that flavor and then got off that flavor. Oh um, no, your Kid boy, been on a who's few. that white guy? Great song as well. Who's that white guy? Um, at the same oh. time as Kid Cudi, Mr. Mr. Hudson. Hudson. Yeah, Mr. Hudson. No, but Mr. Hudson, I don't think was like a. He wasn't like a big deal. Nicki Minaj on My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy. Mm. She was like quite a big deal at the time. Oh, no, no, no. That was her, that was actually on her up, and she went bigger. And yeah, now she's on the way down. Um, but yeah, I feel like he he's done. He does sometimes it a lot. he breaks. Them. Why was I talking about this? Sometimes he takes one hit wonders. You're talking about rap groups, and you're you're saying oh, yeah. the problem with Migos, which we don't really know. Migos. Mm. Yeah. There should be more rap groups. Odd Future. Why are you doing that weird thing with your yeah, eye? Yeah, they're gone. Oh, I was, nah, don't worry. Yeah, I was looking Paul's outside. having a stroke as his eye goes bung. No, the problem, <laughs> I closed it and I was looking at I'm just it. waiting for the Supreme. Justin Bieber was wearing a Supreme sleeve and I'm just waiting for the Supreme trend oh, Justin to Bieber end. looked real bad. Oh, he looks bad, eh? He looks he's so bad. He's funny, though. He's exciting. He's definitely, if he looked at photos of, um, is it Nick Carter? Yeah. And um, <laughs> yeah. the people he needs to look out for are Nick Carter and that guy who was married to Britney Spears. Kevin Fiddler. Because he is, Fiddling. yeah. And it is. He's heading down a slippery slope. Yeah, track pants, shorts, and um, I embarrassingly own some of those for a little yeah, bit of time. He has based his life. He looks and like Kevin White Fiddling. wife beaters and, yeah, and um, bad dyed hair. Yeah, amazing. Um, we're, we're, we're getting out of time. I feel like it's time for a bit of magic mayhem. I didn't. I, I was going to. Didn't even know that was going to be part of that. Surely, <laughs> over the All Star break, surely all the great players from the it, Magic okay. have taken a lovely holiday and haven't had a chance to okay. ruin my life with terrible. No, here we go. They're terrible team. Okay, guy. How many teams are there in the NBA? There are thirty teams. Thirty teams in the NBA. Yeah, but only one was not at All Star <laughs> Weekend. The Orlando Magic. Yeah. Aaron Gordon was there. No, no, no. But like in terms there. of partaking, yeah. there was one team not partaking in All-Star Weekend. You're going to the only team not represented that, at that's all. A, yeah, that's a fact. That oh, because they had no young stars as well. well that's imbe- Oh, they would have Jonathan Isaac, but he's injured. They were, yeah, they would have Jonathan Isaac. That's so injured. bad. The only team... No, well, I'm just trying to intro into it. Okay. okay. The only team not represented at All-Star Weekend. It's that time right about that time oh, for the God. stars to roll on out. God. That's so pathetic. No. So they would have had Aaron Gordon in the dunk contest. They would have had Jonathan Isaac in the Rising Stars Challenge. Hmm. I mean, I'm, I reckon Wesley Awando was robbed from being in that. Get him in there. 
I didn't, I've never um, even heard of a guy called Wesley. His own year should though. be in the three point competition, that's for sure. <laughs> put Nikola Vucevic in the three point no, competition. No, don't put him in. <laughs> they should just not tell Nikola Vucevic where the next game is and hope he doesn't show up. <laughs> Have it in a different stadium. Um, okay, the magic. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Okay. Like this season, actually, I'm glad we have this segment. I say this every week, but like that is impressive to not have any representation. Like, no, surely the mask. I actually didn't see the mask because you know how they have like all the mascots there, right? You know they did like a well, mas- staff, mascot. D- so dance. staff, the Magic's mascot. Yeah, he's back to back mascot of the year. So put some respect on <laughs> that his name. Is- Pathetic. Put that was like something they did for the Sacramento Kings. Respect on his Because they're worried that like, the team is going to go bankrupt and just exit the NBA, no. so they're going to like, give them mascot he, of the year. He does his thing every day. No matter w- how the magic are going, he goes out there and he does his thing. But anyway, last week I, I previewed that I was going to answer a question that got asked to me on Twitter yeah. about the upcoming draft. Yeah. And I, I've done a lot of analysis. And by when I say a lot, I mean a little bit. Too much. Um, so the question, oh, I should have really had this brought up before the, you think you'd prep a minimum level. No, I just forgot that I was, I should read out the question. I mean, the question was basically this and I, I, I mean, I can't remember who asked it. I gave him a shout out last time. Um, the question was, if the magic got the number one pick in the draft, who would they take? Yeah. And I almost think they're not going Luka to get. They're not going to get the number one pick. I'm pretty it sure was, was Tom Gallery who asked it. Yeah, uh, they're not going to get the number one pick. So I was more just interested. They in might. Just, uh, yeah, well, they might, but no, I, I, I guarantee. Knowing those dick bags, they won't. I guarantee they won't. Every time the they they won't get number one, it's three. been brilliant though as well. They got Dwight and went to the finals, and they had Shaq and mm. went to the finals. But um, I, I don't think they'll get top three. Well, the, the thing is, hey, the way they're going, I don't think they'll get top eight. Here's the thing: they, I keep suck for, at sucking. I keep forgetting that it is a lottery. But they, they won't be in position. They won't have that good a chance. But they might get it on luck or if the NBA rigs the draft for them. Fingers yeah, crossed. Fingers crossed. Um, but anyway, NBA I wanted to quickly to go through way. maybe like the top six um, options in the draft. Yeah. Very briefly. Yeah. DeAndre Ayton, a lot of... Wait, why don't I actually even bring up... So there's a great website, I reckon, that's worth checking out if you're an NBA fan. This is Barcelona. It's reference. called tankathon.com. Okay, that's good. And it's... Basically about tanking. So it's got great things. It's got mock drafts and you can even simulate the lottery and it randomizes and it simulates the lottery. As, yeah. Um, okay. You can, there's draft power rankings, which are cool. So currently the Phoenix Suns have the best draft because they've got, as it sits, they'd have the first pick, the 15th pick, the 32nd pick, the 51st pick and the 58th pick. Yeah. Uh, and it's got like a value rating. The Hawks yeah. have the second best. Magic currently fifth on the power rankings. They, they can climb. Um, and another great thing is it's got strength of schedule for the remaining pick odds. Mate, it, anyway, it's a great website. Just simple, timeless design. Anyway, check it out. Tankathon.com. It's um, great. But anyway, I might do it. Okay, let's do a sim- simulated lottery right now. Okay, this is it. Okay, you're, pressing, you're pressing the button on the computer, are you? Okay. With the first pick in the NBA draft, the Phoenix Suns will select... DeAndre Ayton. Now, I've watched a couple of videos. Mm. He's seven foot one. He's a center. I'm high on him. I can see why a lot of draft boards have him going number one. How does he run? No, so he's seven foot one. He looks great. Insane body. He's like already jacked. I reckon he's done inducing for years. <laughs> he 
looks he he runs well. I think. Yeah. He looks. He's super quick. Looks athletic. Doesn't look injury like he's got bung knees or anything yeah. at all. He okay. he looks like honestly he looks like kind of like a absolute beast. And um, and I I've put written surefire star big man. Yeah. I wrote a better Joe Allen Bead. But the thing is, I watched okay, an interview yeah. and I don't think he's got the as good an attitude as Joel Embiid. Oh, well, not many people do. He's a real one-off. But okay. Fine. Second pick according to this simulated lottery. Do you remember Kevin um, Garnett was that like the Joel Embiid of the NBA? They called him like the kid and the Joker and stuff. Oh, right. For the first like 5 years of his career and then I was too young. he became a mental person and just So he was, was real crazy. jokey. Because then later in his career he's known for being crazy and serious. Anyway, yeah. sorry. Okay. Second pick, the Atlanta Hawks select Luka Doncic. He's or Donick. Okay, this is weird because I wrote down on a, on a document their heights, but then the heights on Tankathon are actually different to what I wrote oh, down. Oh, Luka Donick's heights, I brought that on a yeah. piece, but it is dodgy, man. So on according to Tankathon, he's 6'7", but according yeah. to my individual research, shout out to Kyrie Irving, did my own research. <laughs> own research. Uh, he's 6'5". Yeah. Oh, no, he's pretty tall, but he's, right. they're lying about like. I've heard he's listed even higher than that. He's like six eight, six nine. Right. Okay. Anyway, he's definitely um, a ta- he's a taller point guard, but not. These were the thoughts I wrote down two weeks ago when I watched his videos. Because you, I think you agree with me. He doesn't take your breath away in no. the videos, right? But we don't know. Yeah, he, he did. He did win MVP of the Euroleague or whatever. So. Oh, I didn't realize that. But yeah, that's he, pretty crazy. Yeah. And he so he's playing in basically the second toughest league. Maybe it's like pretty tough league, the Euroleague. Yeah. Um, okay. No, and he, he's doing statistically. He's good. Right. And he's so young. That's why I forgot because mm. I was rubbishing him, and I was like, "The guy's nineteen. Yeah. But like anyone who's like game seems to be a lot of like mid range floaters. Yeah. I feel like here's my yeah. what I wrote. We're low. I wrote Rubio hype punish. situation where I think like because he was yeah. so good at such a young age. Yeah. Yeah. He's got this massive hype. Uh, yeah. Also, why guys who are guards or not just like specialty shooters? Uh, like as risky mm. as an injury prone big man. I've noticed everyone who, who hypes him always mentions how young he is. Yeah, which worries not, me a little yeah, bit. It's worrying. Mainly, uh, yeah. yeah. So I, yeah, I almost think it could be a Rubio situation where he's like, he's like solid, but he's yeah. not like. A, to be a top two pick, you need to be a, a exceptional. Mm. I think DeAndre Ayton is exceptional. Yeah. Okay. With the third pick, the Utah Jazz. Selects Michael Porter Jr. Okay, my height actually matches 6'10". Who's hilariously, who's injured okay. right now. So the videos I watched, I've written money pull-up jumper. Like, uh, okay, on video he seems slow, but he's crafty. Great footwork and up fakes. Yeah. And just money fadeaways. Yeah. NBA ready name. Is this Michael Porter Jr.? Yeah, NBA yeah. ready name and look. No, isn't there already like a guy called Michael Porter Jr.? Otto Porter Jr.? Yeah. Yeah, change but, your name. But like when Mike, have you got to change? Probably well, Otto. Uh, he'd probably drop the junior, but it be Michael Porter, which is similar to Michael Jordan. He was pretty good. Okay. Anyway, I also put appears to be mixed race equals good <laughs> athleticism. Mate, we already had a racism um, skin on the podcast. We don't want to bring, go back to that. Um, he uh, He's injured, which is no, but he might just be resting. I don't know what his yeah. injury is. But he um, he's, he's very be, handsome. Yeah. And he, um, but like he, that's Amazing. That's why I, I said NBA play that's that why I said NBA ready name and look and look because yeah. um, he looks like no, nah, but he doesn't look like an NBA player. He looks handsome in like a Rick Fox kind of way, where it's like a bit inappropriate. Okay, 
Um, like, you need to take Rick Fox seriously because he's got like a Jerry curl. Okay. I don't know what a Jerry curl is. I think I nailed it. Is Jerry curl uh, like a Michael Jackson curl like hanging down the front? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, but anyway, so I'm, I'm actually not curl. sure because it's hard with Michael Porter and Doncic. It's hard to actually gauge them just because they're not playing college basketball right now where all the others are. Yeah. You know, it's like Doncic might come and just be incredible. Yeah. Uh, and Michael Porter Jr., He's been out, so I haven't really seen him play apart from high school. Yeah. Okay. With the fourth pick... How long is this going to take? Yeah. Well, next? we shouldn't have spent so long talking about that <laughs> other nonsense, mate. We sh- you shouldn't have done all your racist stuff Focus earlier. on the draft analysis. Okay, the fourth pick, the Mavericks take Jaron Jackson Jr., who I think only recently shot up the charts. So I looked him up. I put him down six eleven. They've got him at six ten. Jaron Jackson. Yeah, Jaron. Like Jaron with the J. Jaron Jackson. Jaron Jackson Jr. Yeah, I put um could be a great NBA name because it's like Triple J. Yeah. Um. Okay. He's a big man, so he's six eleven or six ten, and he can shoot amazing. So I watched the video. I watched like briefly a few minutes, and I was mm. like, oh, he doesn't look that impressive. But then I looked at his stats, and he's shooting four forty. Basically 44%, right? And I was like, oh, you must hardly shoot threes. Yeah. But on 2.8 attempts from three in 29 games, yeah. which is insane. That would, yeah. If he shot that in the NBA, obviously it's a further three-point line. If he shot that in the NBA, he'd be the fifth best shooting percentage from yeah. three in the NBA. Yeah. Uh, so basically he's a big man who can shoot. So I can see Stretch. why he, they've got him so high. Five. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he also he he has like a good like look. I think his face like you're like yeah that guy. Will I be will a star. say Jaron Jackson could be a star. Like you don't think like a guy called Carmelo Anthony is going to be yeah. good. You, so you got a the weird names. Yeah, yeah, it's got potential. Uh, okay, J. this is interesting because the okay so the next pick they've put Magic getting the fifth pick, and they've got them taking. He's maybe the most controversial. Oh God, person. I wish they could just get a safe Trey Young. Right? Oh, yeah. Why is he controversial? I hear his name a Basically, lot. Basically, he's polarizing is the word I, sh- I should have said. He's not controversial. He hasn't like done crimes that I know of. Yeah. But he's polarizing. People Basically, be people are saying either you're he's the next Steph Curry mm. or he's the next Jimmy Fredette. Oh, next Jimmy Fredette. Nothing in between. No. Okay, so you're that. I vote Steph Curry. People say he's too small and unathletic. Yeah. Uh, he's insane at shooting like watching his highlights is yeah. just Steph Curry he just shoots from anywhere yeah but also you're, sh- you're watching highlights you're not watching miss lights no 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 that's true no I think actually the videos I was watching did include misses it was quite a long it was him dueling uh, Colin Sexton who's another top pick yeah and uh, yeah he. I think he looks insane and yeah. I think he's up there with uh, DeAndre Ayton, I think Trey Young is one of the biggest potential stars. Yeah, but also one of the biggest potential Yeah, busts. that's why I like can him. Can he play D as well? The, I think people complain that he can't, but yeah. in the video he seemed fine. Yeah. Um, they just say he's small and athletic. Yeah, it's, it's, it sounds like some warning signs, man. I'm, I reckon I like that we're on opposite things because it'll be interesting to see how he goes. But I think he's going to be really good. Uh, okay, and if the Magic take him, what team does he play for? Oklahoma. Watching March Madness will be a big, yeah, uh, sign. Okay, with the sixth pick, I mean they've got they've got to the Magic. They've got Marvin Bagley, who oh, he he didn't wow me to be honest, but everyone's so high on him mm. that 
He used to be, I thought, like a top top. Yeah. So he's like falling, if anything. Yeah. Well, the, the, again, this is like I've randomized it. So he's fallen in this because yeah. they also like take a need and stuff. Yeah. So they're saying the magic need a point guard, basically. Yeah. But so anyway, to answer the question, the other guy I wanted to quickly talk about. No, no. Okay. To answer the question, who the magic will take, I, I kind of hope they take Trey Young and swing for the fences. Oh, but God. I don't think they will. I think looking at the the history of drafting real long guys, yeah. I say the magic fall to you mean this current front office. Yes, yeah. I think they'll have at top. They won't draft as high as five. I think they're looking at six, seven, or eight. Yeah, and no, I say, I think 11. I can see them ending up with maybe like Mo Bamba, who's seven foot. He's a center. Yeah. I think he looks quite amazing because he's he's quick and he's coordinated and he, so he can't really shoot yet that well. Oh, but I feel like you haven't done the research. Yeah, but, but I also know that the lottery is a um, a lottery and the magic will stuff it up. Hopefully, no. this new front office is a bit. Better. So he's seven foot. He has a seven nine wingspan, yeah. which would be the biggest in the NBA and the second biggest of all time. <laughs> Who is this? Mo Bamba, great name. Yeah. Um, so he currently he's mainly like just a shot blocker and finishes alley oops, which I've, I I honestly reckon is the main thing you need in a centre, like a kind of Clint Capella type. But like he'll be a lot better than him, I think. Uh, and I think he's a surefire hit in the NBA. Mo Bamba. There's also I heard this great hip hop song the other day from this rapper who's his friend. It's called Mo Bamba, and I was into that. It's about how good he is. Uh, yeah, kind of. It was just like. Ballin like my homie Mo Bamba. It's annoying when people hype like Fords though, because like, is he even balling or is he just like lanking around? No, he's balling. Mo Bamba, like my bro. Anyway, Bamba. my early prediction is Trey. No, is the magic end up Mo with Bamba. Mo Bamba? And who who would you want them to take if they could? Trey, take I want Trey. Yeah, okay. And if they could have anyone, and they had the first pick, who would you get? <sighs> I mean. Pr- yeah. You probably, I think you've probably got to go with DeAndre Ayton as it is. He seems like, a, I don't want to say generational talent, but he seems like exceptional. Like just what I saw. But I mean, I don't actually know anything. Who was last year's first pick in the draft? Mm, Mark Al Fultz. Oh my God. It's so hard. It is hard. Yeah. I got to admit, but. Yeah. I think the biggest star potential is DeAndre Ayton and Trey Young. That's okay. me. Yeah, I reckon Trey Young's going to be a bust. We'll find out in about a year. <laughs> um, okay. That's why I find frustrating about the draft because it takes a long time. It's fun to look back and go like, oh, this is what happened with that. This is who stuffed up and this is who won. But it's so hard looking forward because um, I just don't have the patience, I guess. Um, I love that, it. that was a classic uh, magic mayhem. Um, you managed to squeeze a lot of juice out of that shitty team every week. I want to talk about the Raptors briefly because um, DeMar DeRozan just tweeted... Um, uh, about this depression getting to me. He was quoting a, uh, a rapper. Oh, I didn't realize that. I thought that was very interesting. That changes things. No one really cared or talked about it, but I was like, this is quite a big, interesting thing. Yeah. Like, um, oh, I, I thought it was bigger. Depression. Yeah, but. Good I, on him. Yeah. You thought it was bigger because you didn't. Re- you thought he just wrote, he was just writing a cry for help. Yeah. Yeah, no. Um, but it was just good of him to bring it into the mainstream. But yeah, no one really cared. Mm. But I thought that was quite I a think big deal. Speaking of depression. Did you see when they introduced the NBA All-Stars? And they started... Firstly, they, I think they forgot 
to introduce Chris so they make Porzingis. Demar, DeMar DeRozan um, depression gag. No, no, no. So Why would they introduce Christoph Porzingis? Was he there in street clothes? Well, I assume so. What was Kevin Love doing hanging around? Get out of here, Kevin Love. So, so Kevin Love was, uh, no, Kevin Hart was introducing them. Yeah. And he was like, first, the players unable to participate due to injury. Uh, and it was like, Kevin Love. Way to suck okay. that And it cut to him, room. and he was there wearing some whack ass clothes. Oh, they're clothes. Your guy, Aaron Gordon, was wearing a denim jacket, grey on trend. Under it, he was wearing like a. A zip-up sport... Yeah, what? he wears, he does some bold stuff, man. What are they doing? I'm not always into it. Yeah, but either go out the back door or just... What's oh. out the back door, man? Just leave. Well, like just so... Bit, like Westbrook, like show up in a... Like a... Yeah. A all-white... Oh, yeah, mate, he's a professional basketball player. He's not a... Yeah, but it's just weird how they keep on making mistakes. Like, just watch watch all-star games in the 90s and see the mistakes they made mm. and just um, either go... Oh, anyway. Now, good on them for trying. Good he doesn't follow them. trends, that's for sure. Um... Do they make a depression no, so joke then, about it, then, No, then he went DeMarcus Cousins, he introduced him, and it almost seemed like DeMarcus Cousins was going out of his way to seem as depressed as possible. So he was there on crutches, yeah. and he was literally just looking like a oh, broken yeah. Boogie, man. He's, he's, people describe him as like being a drama queen. He's taken the piss. Yeah, but anyway, it was interesting. He looked like not in a good way. Yeah, but also just don't gum. Just stay in bed if that's... Don't gum. That whole intro... Did you say gum? Was, yeah, probably... That whole intro was um, goddamn uh, horrific. Uh, I promised it. We've got to wrap this up. But um, uh, yeah, Tiger Woods. I was at a dinner party the other night and um, someone was like, this guy who was a golf coach was like, I was like, how did Tiger Woods dominate golf, look like he was going to become the greatest of all time passing Jack Nicklaus and then fall off a cliff? And it was weird. And I was like, I was like, what, was it because his personal life fell apart when he got a divorce and everyone found out about his like 42 affairs. Mm-hmm. And um, he said the, more than that. And injuries. On ESPN, if you watch ESPN or saying, they'll say it's injuries and he's like coming back from back straightens and stuff like that. Yeah. And this guy was like, Tiger Woods jacks himself up on steroids for his whole career. In 2009, you can actually point at the same time as when they started like testing, the PGA like board and drug testing. Wow. And that um, not only did he wreck his body by going up on steroids but um, uh, like, you know, going too hard, lifting too much, being too strong for too long, because he was jacked for a long time. Yeah. He also, um, uh, uh, like, your body struggles to, it's really hard to come off the steroids afterwards. So not, not only do you more prone to injuries, but your, um, uh, your body's got to recalibrate itself and rebalance itself, and obviously it takes a long time. Right. So he's like, he, Tiger Woods could come back, but it's a long, slow work out of, um, out of the steroid haze that he was in. Yeah. I was like, that's pretty good. And he was like, the PGA is so dodgy that A, they cover up like all Tiger Woods' 42 affairs and all that crap, but they also, um, uh, they don't, they test for drugs but don't res- release any of the results. Yeah. So unlike, you know, even cycling now eventually will admit that like someone was doping. Yeah. Um, PGA, you actually don't know. Well, the and NBA is dodgy, man. The N- NBA seems dodgy. The yeah. NBA is dodgy. Like so how, what you just said, how they did stricter things and mm. then he fell off. Yeah. I reckon a similar thing happened. I'm pretty sure the NBA announced tougher testing for HGH, yeah. human growth hormones. Yeah. And that exact summer yeah. was the summer where LeBron and Mallow yeah. lost all Lo- their muscle. Got skinny, yeah. Got real skinny, yeah. And they claimed it was because they'd switched to a just a plant based diet, yeah. And they were doing it to be quick and to get quicker into like lengthen their career or something. Mm. Basically, LeBron came back that season, 
And I'm pretty sure he started really bad. Mm. And, and there's like, if you go back and look at it, I'm pretty sure he was like, had no hops and he got injured. Like he's had, he's hardly gotten injured his whole career. Yeah. He got injured and, and people were saying like, he just couldn't, the jumping just wasn't there. And I have a theory that then the stars of the NBA went to the commissioner and said, we need this. Basically, well, this is a big theory. I, my, I, I believe that theory. it might be doping, but I don't know if I'm going to believe that. This they, is my theory. They LeBron the then went for a mid a mid season. He went for a holiday. Oh no, he went for like a that weird disappearance. Yeah, he went to Miami, yeah. which is famously the doping capital. The, of the doping world. capital. Yeah, uh, Tiger Woods, by the way, as well. Apparently, had the same um, coach as the baseball dopers. You know, sorry, yeah, yeah, in Miami, Balco, or whatever. Yeah, he's in Flo- Tiger Woods is in Florida, and yeah. um, amazing. Yeah. That is so suspicious, and you do raise. Um, do do your own points. research, but well, let's start with Tiger. No, let's stop saying do your own research. <laughs> let's start. Um, let's start investigating Tiger Woods, and if that seems like a no-brainer, then we'll move on to um, the NBA stars. Hmm. That'd be that'd be so annoying though if they were doping. That would piss me off in the NBA. It, yeah, I think they are. And I hate when people are like, "Oh yeah, okay." Even if someone is doping, then they're still the best. And I was like, "Well, it's not." Anyway. I don't. I don't like it. I just yeah. Anyway. It'd be interesting to see if they all live real short lives or something. Like I don't know what the side effects are, but I feel <laughs> like it can't be good for you. Paul's like every year checking their Wikipedia to see if they've died or not. Um, all right, that is a long episode, but a bloody uh, a bloody good one. Mm. Um, let's sign it off there. I'm going to Black Panther tonight. Oh, enjoy it. We'll get your review next week. Okay. Um, you'll I'm be hoping like... Victor Oladipo makes a cameo. <laughs> oh, God. Don't remind me of the Black Panther dunk as well. <laughs> um, I've been Guy Williams. And I've been Paul Williams. <laughs> Goodbye. Well, luck. What is it? Your alarm to my stop alarm. your... Stop the podcast. No, my Reminder, alarm. stop the podcast. powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.